0: This is Emma Plotkin with Fringe Review. I'm sitting down with Fanula Gigax from Kiss Kiss Slap Slap. Uh, The company is called Chaos Factory and she is a performer and co-creator. Fanula, can you tell us a little about how the company got started?
1: Sure, so um, back in uh, early 2017, January 2017, myself, um, Daniel Galligan and Venetia Bowe, who are the other two performers in the group, and um, we came together in a very kind of early stage and we knew that we wanted to try and make a show together we wanted it to be something about the female experience at the time there was a lot of um, stories about you know um, sexual assault and sexual violence with women in the news And this kind of came into conversation, but um, we met with Louise Lowe, who's a fabulous director here in Dublin from Anu Productions. And we came to her with an idea of looking at kind of... Initially, it was nighttime culture and how the kind of safety of women and then looking at missing women. And Louise encouraged us, rather than looking into the past, because we were kind of looking at these real cases of past events... And she encouraged us to kind of to focus more on the present because there was a lot of stuff happening in the news at the time. So that kind of refocused us. And we met with Louise over a series of months um, and continued talking about the idea and, and then about the idea of setting up a company. And she gave us a lot of advice about how to do that um, and different funding strands we could go for. And it wasn't really until maybe a year after that of chatting kind of consistently that... We actually really started to go, okay, we're going to make this show. Me Too happened, the Me Too movement. <clears throat> and um, we felt at the time it was a kind of a in on social media and in the news of stories, of uh, female stories of sexual violence and, and rape culture. And we sort of wanted to try and take that theme and see if we could do something slightly more abstract and a little bit more playful to try and engage audiences in a slightly different way rather than reading about you know an individual story um and we then brought Rachel Bergen, who's our amazing company producer and co-creator on board the company, and kind of really thought very serious, seriously then about the type of work that we wanted to make as a company, uh, the kind of aesthetic of the company, and we decided to put in for Fringe Festival, and when we were accepting to Fringe, which was brilliant, we launched officially then and came up with the name, or we relaunched, I suppose, because we had another company name, but... Um, when but we hadn't told anyone that we'd accompany and then we named ourselves chaos factory and felt like a good fit for the company and we kind of not made a mission statement but we really kind of dissected for ourselves over a series of meetings you know of what do we want to do and what do we want the focus of the work to be um yeah and then we continued on so we really wanted Uh, at the heart of the work. We were really interested in physical theatre, that the body is one of the starting points, particularly with this show. We wanted to make work in a very collaborative way, so with this show, Kiss Kiss Slap Slap, we didn't have a director, and so we decided to try that as a form, as an experiment. Um, Is it possible to create something without a kind of a hierarchical structure? Um, which was really really interesting for us with this with this project and then yeah we wanted to try and take a theme and rather than make something very literal to try and turn it on its head a little bit and and create kind of something a little bit more abstract but that still has the feelings and ideas of the original theme.
0: Yeah and we talked about this a little before but you talk about making something feel human and accessible can you Mm -hmm. talk about that and how you approach that?
1: Yeah, I suppose when you're taking on a big theme it's a tricky it's a tricky thing because you want to create something that I suppose speaks to the audience and that isn't uh, that includes the audience in the conversation that you're trying to have and that isn't trying to be too intellectual or something that's accessible but at the same time you know um abstract and and theatrical. So we weren't trying to make um a documentary piece or um, a news article like the big thing for us was that there was so much news articles and, and stuff so we wanted to try and do something that audience could, audiences could hopefully connect with um, but, and, but that didn't feel didactic so we didn't want to make something that was telling the audience that they should how they should feel, we wanted to create something that had enough distance from the original kind of kernel of the idea but that audiences could still feel um, and feel a connection to the different subjects throughout the show, and hopefully that would provoke a conversation and, and people would feel things and see themselves in, in the situations like and men and women that it wasn't the show wasn 't specifically just for women, but there, I think we found with our audiences women definitely felt a sense of familiarity of some of the things we sh- showed. And men kind of um, were maybe surprised to get an insight into female everyday experience that they hadn't realised sometimes the effect of that certain things like catcalling and stuff like that can have. So yeah, just to really create that connection with an audience on a human level.
0: Yeah, and you talk about not wanting to seem too intellectual, but you actually did an incredible amount of research, seemingly. Mm -hmm. We're sitting in a room currently with the walls covered in information and ideas. Um, Can you tell us a little about all that research and how it got integrated?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I suppose we really researched for a year and a half. Sorry, that's the water system in our our rehearsal room. Um, But yeah, we like we began talking and discussing back in January 2017 and we set up a Facebook group in which anything that we felt was relevant to the show we would post and send to each other. So we have a huge database of articles, stories, um, music lyrics, music videos, images, um, like anything, artworks. Like we tried to kind of really cast the net out of every type of of art and pop culture that we could until we had a huge huge database we tried to divide it out into all the different ideas um but I suppose when you're taking on a theme like that's important to people and it's important to us you want to feel like you know a lot about it and that you've really immersed yourself in the world of it so we did that for kind of the guts of a year and a half and maybe the hardest part was then going god we've so much material and and research how do we What's actually what we want to do now to make a show? How do we um, pare that all down and create something that isn't so, so huge that everyone... It's too much. So it's trying to, yeah, find that balance. But yeah, it was a really interesting and sometimes difficult, you know, re- reading all the stuff. Um, but we found actually because there's so much, you nearly become desensitised from just reading stuff every day, which was an interesting feeling to have as an artist because that's exactly what we didn't want our audiences to feel then when they saw the show I suppose desensitised.
0: Yeah well thank you so much can you tell us where the show and when the show is?
1: So the show was actually last week um, in the Dublin Fringe Festival uh, it was on Smock Alley Black Box and uh, we ran for six nights and yeah, it was it was good. We had a good time and sold out.
0: <laughs> Where do you see the future of this show or the company's work going in the future? Where do you hope it is?
1: Um, I think since we formed our, we had a big interest as a company to tour the work. Um, I think because the work we're interested in making is more experimental in form um, it's not so it's not necessarily narratively based and even though it is is suitable within an irish context we kind of hope that it's a global um and it's a global issue so that it can live maybe outside of ireland so that would be i suppose an aspiration of the company either with this one or the next few works that we might get to tour internationally and bring it to places outside of ireland hopefully baby.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was Fnula Gagax with Chaos Factory's Kiss Kiss Slap Slap.